Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome back. Sports Radio 94 WIP. Joe Giglio with you. Tucker Bagley's behind the glass. You guys with us. 215-592-9494 gets you aboard on this Thursday night. I don't mind having a Thursday night show. I haven't done this in a while. Usually I'm like, I'm driving home by now on Thursday night. What are you doing on Thursday nights normally during the, you know, the Thursday night football? Uh, I'm usually getting some other work done. Maybe filling out my timesheet. So you're multitasking. Yeah, I mean, I have like four hours to kill usually at this point. So, uh, I mean, there's no game tonight, so we get to be here. In fact, we're here all Thursday nights now moving forward through the NFL playoffs. We will have a Monday night playoff game. What's that, the the wild card round? So not. Don't you think it's ridiculous? They won't do one in Week 18, but they will do one in the postseason. It it does feel weird. Well, you know why? Because if they did one, if they did one on Monday night in the regular season, wouldn't all of the playoff matchups and hype be on hold potentially? I guess I just like they they say they won't do it because it's a competitive disadvantage. No, they it's it's. For, but they have no problem putting a team at a competitive disadvantage heading into the divisional round. Right, but it's because it's for television, right? Like, like Lions Packers, right? That's the Sunday night game. If that was Monday night this week. We couldn't, we couldn't fully react to the playoffs until Tuesday. You have to wait until all that's done. Anyway, all right, we'll get back to the lines here in a second. 215-592-9494. We'll get everyone's phone call. Are you worried about the Eagles? I'm not. A lot, lot of panic in the city this week. I mean, uh, I was as frustrated as anyone on Sunday into Monday. But let's let's take a look at the big picture. They're 13-3 and with one of the best pass rushers we've ever seen in Philadelphia, and they're getting their MVP candidate quarterback back, likely on Sunday against the Giants. He was out there in practice again today, Jalen Hurts. So, uh, I'm not worried, are you? And when you call and give us something normal, routine, that most people could do that you can or never have, because we found out today both Jack and Elliot have never uh, changed a tire. But I wanted to throw out what's going on with the uh, the discussion for how they're going to seed the AFC playoffs. So they did decide today, Bengals-Bills, not going to play that game. And we got great news today on DeMar Hamlin. Um, I mean, I actually think it's it's borderline a miracle that he's he's conscious. I mean, he, he was he asked yesterday, um, and not with words, but he was able to write down, did we win? Which is just crazy to me that that's, I mean, that's, I guess that's a football player and he wanted to know if they won, but he's obviously trending in in, an incredible direction. And I think it it kind of puts everything back on track. They're going to play games here and, and and the bills aren't going to want to not play because their guys is probably going to be okay here. Bengals bills won't be played. So they're going to have to figure out after this week, how they're going to see the AFC playoffs because you're going to have teams with different amounts of games, right? You have the chiefs, bills, Bengals, all vying for the one, but they can't because they don't, you know, they're not all with the same games. Two teams are going to have 16 games, one will have 17. So here are the what they're debating right now, and I think they're both interesting. And then I'll tell you what I saw today that made me almost, like, just blow a gasket. So there's one possibility of a neutral site 
in the AFC Championship game if it involves two of the three teams affected here, Bills, Bengals, Chiefs. And I would say, I'd imagine the AFC title game will have some combination of those three teams, Bills, Bengals, Chiefs. So it would be on a neutral site, not in Kansas City, not in Buffalo, not in Cincinnati. Indianapolis been thrown out as kind of a, a central point, um, and they have the stadium open because the Colts obviously are in the playoffs. That's one. That's, that's okay. I don't mind that. I, I would rather play games in stadiums and for fans in, in a home crowd. The other one, and I think this one is really interesting. This is the one I would push. Chiefs number If the Chiefs are the number one seed, let's say the Chiefs win on, on Saturday against the Raiders, they become the number one seed because they have the highest winning percentage of 14-3. They would either get to choose the bye or the home field advantage against the Bills and Bengals, whoever finishes with the number two seed. So the Chiefs would get the number one, and they'd say, hey, Andy Reid, do you want the home field or do you want the bye? And if you choose the bye, you don't get home field in a potential AFC championship game, let's say against the Bills, who are the number two. I think that's the most fun and adds the most layer of strategy to it, Tucker. That, that's the one I kind of hope they go with. Because I just want to see wh- whoever the number one seed is, what they choose. It also feels like the path of least resistance. Everyone gets something. Yeah, I mean, the idea that they're going to change the schedule for Week 18 like 48 hours in advance. I mean, Kansas City is flying to, to go play their, their game tomorrow, right? right? Like they're playing on, on Saturday afternoon. So I, I just don't think that's plausible. But it also adds intrigue because what would Andy Reid choose? Andy Reid is historically great after, after a bye, but... Patrick Mahomes has hosted every playoff game he's ever played, and he's never played in a road playoff game, which is unbelievable to me. So what matters more, um, th- two playoff games or three, but you get home field? I-, I I would choose, if I was in this situation, the bye. I, I would choose only to play two too, games. because one of the team ahead of you loses. Right, so let's say the Chiefs uh, get the number one seed, and they, they're presented the choice. Home field throughout or the bye. I would choose the bye because, like like Tucker just mentioned, what if the Bills get picked off in the se- in their first game or their second game, right? Then you get the home field anyway in the in the AFC Championship game. That looks like it's it, it's certainly a possibility here, neutral site or that. But let me throw this out because I, I saw this today and I, I just thought it was ridiculous. And actually, a caller to this show last night suggested this idea. We had another one call in, but I don't know if he got on air or not. We, I think we did. I think there was. I remember one. We actually went back and forth to discuss it. A suggestion was brought on the show last night that why not add an eighth playoff team in the NFC, or excuse me, the AFC, and then today it was brought up that maybe they would do it in both conferences to make things super even. But an eighth playoff team, so then nobody gets the bye, right? The Chiefs as the one seed or whatever as the one seed has to play next week against the eighth team in the playoffs because there's no, you know, there's an even number. And you just play it out like quarterfinals in the NBA playoffs. 1-8, 2-7, on and on. But when they threw it out there today, they said in the interest of fairness, they would add a playoff team in both conferences. I mean, how many teams are you going to inconvenience or hurt or change their their path because of one obviously terrible incident on the field that affected two teams? It's just like, why, are they, why would anyone think the idea of changing the entire structure of the playoffs made sense? And by the way, if they did that and they put the A team in both conferences, the Eagles would lose the bye week for no reason. Like, they'd play next week against the Lions or whatever just because the NFL on a whim says, yeah, this is the best way to do it. You know what it struck me as? Absolute greed. Can anyone explain to me how that's fair other than the NFL gets two extra playoff games? They're going to make they – would, they would have made money off of this, off of a near tragedy. Now, I don't think they're actually going to do this. But Tucker, it was the dumbest idea I've I've heard 
you know, and I'm always for expanding playoffs. I was, it was in baseball, but like to do it a week before the end of the season is insane. Yeah, I mean, it's you, you can't change the rules. I, I think about Tennessee, who pretty much threw that game against the Cowboys on Thursday night because it was meaningless, right? Their entire season, as far as they knew, came down to beating Jacksonville. So they sat Derrick Henry. They sat like half of their starting defense because they're on a short week and they wanted to stay healthy for Jacksonville. Imagine telling them, hey, you know what? If you had won that game, you'd be in the playoffs no matter what. Sorry, you didn't we didn't need to tell put you. Ryan Tannehill on the IR. You didn't need to sit Derrick Henry or any of your defensive linemen. You don't need to be starting Joshua Dobbs at quarterback. You'd be in the postseason. Like, you can't just change the rules this close to the postseason. No, you can't. And I think, obviously, because they're not going to play this Bengals-Bills game, they have to do something, right? They have to find a way to make it the most equitable they can for every team. I understand that. But adding a playoff team into the NFC to and making the Eagles, or likely going to be the one, whoever, and Eagles-Niners play an extra playoff game for the hell of it, it just strikes me as greed. Like, oh, let's add playoff games. That'll make it all even. No, not. And also, your big game that you're setting up for on Sunday night, wouldn't they just make it anyway? Right? Like, that, that game almost has nothing to play for at that point. I mean, that, well, that would, like, I actually root for that because that would, like, shove it to the NFL. Like, you added playoff teams. That's That was your fix. Now you're going to have the Lions and Packers play all their backups because they're in the playoffs anyway heading into the play. It's just... It, it, I always think in these situations, isn't the simplest thing always probably the best idea? Like, when we start throwing out these wacky scenarios, it doesn't make sense. Like, I think having the one seed choose the buyer home field is is interesting. And I think the neutral site is probably... Probably the, the easiest, and it's like the, the the most simple, and no one gets upset, and no one has to make a big decision, but those are the ones. I mean, the idea of adding playoff teams at this point, it is ridiculous. And a team like Tennessee last week, like imagine retroactively telling them, like, hey guys, sorry. I know you sat everyone last week. Probably was a mistake. Yeah, and Our I bad. understand there isn't a solution that'll make anybody happy, right? And what happened on Monday night was a, a catastrophic event that no one could ever see coming and it's great that he seems to be doing better and be on his way towards recovery but at this point it just feels like everyone's hands tied right like two teams are really upset right now if you change the rules if you change the schedule if you add playoff teams or get rid of playoff teams I don't know like no one's going to be happy there isn't a situation where everyone all 32 owners come out and say you know what that's a good choice let's do that yeah just like you ever have a discussion with someone and they overcomplicate things Here's the definition of overcomplicating this. Guys, we're not sure what to do. Bills, Bengals, Chiefs. What are we going to do? I have an idea. Let's make the Lions play the Eagles next week. That'll solve everything. Like, what are we talking about? Like, whose idea is this? And how do you think that makes anything simpler? 215-592-9494 to hop in on how the NFL should do this. Are you worried about the Eagles? And uh, and give us something that most people could do that you've either never done or you can't. Let's talk to Andrew, who's in Wilmington. Hey, Andrew. Hey, what's up, Joe? How you doing? Good, Andrew. What are you thinking tonight? Hey, so quick tie thing. I was lucky enough to go to LaSalle High School for four years. So you had a tie tie. You had to wear a different tie every day. I had no idea how to do it. I gave my dad 12 ties. He tied them up, and I just had them on rotation for four years. I never learned how. So, so Andrew, it's funny. I did the same thing. So I went to uh, a school uh, in Toms River, New Jersey. It was then called Monsignor Donovan. They changed the name now. But same thing. We had to, we had to wear ties in the winter. And I would yeah. do this. I had I, I forget how many I had, but I did the exact same thing you did. And it probably, that's part of the biggest reason it took me so long to learn because I never had to do it. Same, dude. My brother found out and he didn't even go to like a school like that. He, he learned quicker <laughs> than me. So my answer for that there real quick, I just learned last week how to write a check. I'm 26 years old. I don't know how to write a check. I just learned. Is that because it's mostly just you've done everything digitally? 
Yeah, digitally, like debit card, credit card. Right. Like, my age doesn't write checks at all, at all. You know, it's it's funny you bring that up. I don't write many. I, I still have a couple bills. I just, I guess when I first started, like, you know, doing bills with my wife 10 years ago, whatever, I, I guess I kept a couple away from electronic just to even it out. And I so I still do a few, but that is amazing because it seems, it, I mean, it's obviously really simple when you did it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And hey, Joe, uh, real quick before my Eagles point, I'm looking forward to hearing you on the Midday Show. Congratulations. I enjoy it. Thank you. And uh, for the Eagles, man, it's just very deflating. You know, like, I was all in all season. Like, it took a lot of people a little bit to come along. But, like, I've been in it since since week one. Like, I thought they were a good team. And right now, like, I need them to get a win. I cannot go into the playoffs as a one seed. Just very deflating. Like, it, would, I don't know. I don't know how it would make me feel. Right now, like, I'm putting off my feelings. I'm trying not to think about it. Because I get so mad thinking that they're almost blowing the one seed right now. Well, and I, yeah, and it would be if they lost this game – like I'm not worried now, but it would be hard not to have everyone panicking if they go into the playoffs with three straight losses. I would mean, that it, be? Where would you put that? Like as my last question, like where would you put that? Like obviously they're a good team this year, but where would you put that as like a season-ending failure? Like not getting the one seed right now because I thought they had it in the bag. Yeah, it's a great Andrew. It's a great question, man. I appreciate the phone call. I mean, I I don't know where what you compare it to. I mean. One and now this team's better than that team over the course of the full year. But would it be similar to the 2010 Eagles? Peaking in the top, you know, the Vic game, the Deshaun Jackson punt return, and then completely sputtering out all the way to losing their first playoff game. I mean, that team still won the e- the NFC East. I mean, I, I don't know how you equate going 13-1, and but not... I mean, just think about it. Has there ever been an NFL team that went 13-1 and to start the year and didn't win their division? I'd say probably not. I would doubt it. Yeah, like it's, un- it's almost... I know there's an extra game now, but it feels unprecedented to... To have that good of a record and not win your division, the, I mean, the only thing that could save the way we feel about this season if it ended up that way is they'd have to go on a run in the playoffs and still get to the Super Bowl. I mean, that's I I don't know. It's a great question, and, and I if the Eagles had a different opponent this week, if Jalen Hurts wasn't coming back, if it wasn't the Giants who are likely to rest their players, if it wasn't Jalen Hurts likely coming back. I think there might be more of that, like, uh uh-oh, like, what-if scenario. I I, I mean, they're 14-point favorites on Sunday. I believe they're going to win this game. I'm not worried. Bill is at Springfield. Hey, Bill. Bill, appreciate it. Think that was an accident or not? I don't know, but it was a curious sound, to say the least. that's, That's the truth. You know what? I need to go to a reliable caller next, and that's Frankie in Roxborough. Frankie! Yes, it's about time, Joe. That's right, Frankie. How are you? I'm doing good, Joe. I ain't worrying one bit. Let me tell you, we, we, we didn't lose. The Eagles lost all those games. Against the Cowboys, they lost it. We lost uh, the, the, the Commanders game. Yep. And... And as bad as it was, we still had a chance to win. And even last week's game, Joe, that one play got that running play when uh, who got called for that holding call? I forget. Oh, it was Dickerson. Yeah, that wasn't a holding call. And I believe if we if we scored, then we would have won that game. As bad as Manchu played. But anyway, Joe, I think I think the gods are with us because we. I'm glad we're getting all the 
the bad play out, the, the turnovers, the, the bad luck during the regular season, right? So uh, we're going to – Jalen's going to be fine. The game plan is he's not going to – not going to take any. They're going to they're going to make a game plan to get the ball out of his hands fast. Maybe rolling out. Uh, and if if he sees he's going to get, you know, somebody's rushing him, he's just going. To, I think they're going to tell him to just throw the ball away. Well, I think that's the smart thing to do, Frank. And I also think if they get up big in the you know the first half or about halftime, they could also get him out of the game halfway through oh, yeah, third quarter. Out. I think Joe. I think he'll be out by halftime. Yeah. You know, and and uh, about the with the everybody's panicking is because Joe, like the morning show, Angelo gets everybody riled up, and and then the the next show when Johnny Marks comes on, he's like negative, negative, and and it gets everybody riled up, and Angelo has a thing for Jonathan Gannon. That's because he don't really know what he's watching. I think. Well, I mean, he's. I mean, this whole town. It feels like you know, Gannon is not loved here, and I, and that's okay. I mean, he, he's only been here a couple of years. They haven't won anything yet with him. But I, I just think for the most part, Frankie, he's a good coordinator. They only gave up thirteen. They gave up thirteen he's points. A good coordinator. Thirteen like, points. We're top in sacks. We're, we're we're first and second in every damn category. I I mean, what do these people want? They did the same thing with Jalen. Remember, Joe? He had it constantly, constantly, and they're still doubt. They're still doubters. Yeah, yeah, and, and I, you know, I sometimes I think style matters more to some people. Frank, I appreciate the call than than results. I'm I'm about results. I mean, the results are this. Jonathan Gannon's defense is pretty good. I mean, it's been pretty good for the entire season. I mean, we could look at a million different metrics, and at worst, they're probably average in some things. At best, they're outstanding, and. I just I I don't I don't lose sleep over the defense. I, I haven't all year. I didn't lose sleep after the Washington game over the defense. The next week they came out and played well against the Indianapolis Colts. They had a bad game against the Cowboys, third straight road game, by the way. And Avante Maddox went down in the game. They didn't play well. The Cowboys just they, they did they did well. I mean the Cowboys offense did well against the Eagles. And and think about the games they haven't played. Like what are their worst defensive games this year? The Cowboy game? The Commanders game? I wouldn't say last week. They only allowed 13 points. I mean, I don't, I don't care. Andy Dalton started 10 for 10 or whatever he started. They, they, they only allowed 13 points. What are, what are, how many games this year have they allowed 30 points? Four? Cowboys, Lions, Packers. Commanders. Commanders. And the, But the, the Commanders one, didn't that go over 30 with the special teams play at the end? Yes. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, we can, we can count it if you want. So, Commanders had a— I will. Uh, you can. Four times over 30. The commanders, I will put an asterisk, but it's it's fair to include it. An asterisk that the special team scored a touchdown on a you know make believe Mickey Mouse play at the end because they just tried to score a touchdown, so they didn't really get up over thirty, and and that was not a good night for them. Cowboys got torched. I'm, I'm I agree. The other ones, I mean, the Lions have more thirty point games than any team in the NFL. Like that. Guess what? Half the league has gotten torched by the Lions' offense, especially in Detroit. That is a real offense. And the other one was the Packers, who have not had a great offense, but that, like, we're not talking about the, the, the Texans there. It's Aaron Rodgers and two good backs, and Christian Watson who had emerged at that point. It's not like they gave it up to a bad team. Four out of 16 bad days, and I think, I mean, how many of them are jarring? Two of them are surprising, I guess. The Packers and, and Commanders are surprising, but Dallas and, and Detroit scoring 30? 
every they score thirty on a lot of teams. Let's flip it. What's their best defensive performance of the season? Uh, the Vikings game, I think, was pretty darn good. Right, holding Jefferson down. Only allowed seven points. Had yeah. three turnovers. The Steelers game was pretty good, uh, considering that day what they did to them. Colts. I'm just trying to reel them off in my head. Um, am I missing one? You think fits the bill? No, I mean that's about right. Okay, Commanders maybe in week three. Oh, yeah, yeah. They did force five turnovers against Jacksonville, but you could maybe say the, the rain conditions played a part. In was that, that with but... Trevor Lawrence fumbling a million times? Yeah. Maybe the Titans game where they gave up 10. But So what are you saying? Mistakes. It's not exactly stellar teams they're doing it against? No, I, I first I thought it would be an interesting thing to discuss because we always talk about the negative and yeah. not the positive with that defense. But we also haven't mentioned anything in the last month or so either, right? Yeah, the Titans, right? The Titans would be it. And before that, the Colts. So we're talking about Thanksgiving-ish right. is, is the last time they, they played at a really high level. I mean, I how do we assess what they just did on Sunday? I mean, I know Andy Dalton had what – was, what was the stretch he was at? Was he at 10 for 10, 12 for 12? I mean, he didn't have many – I think him and Taysom Hill at one point were combined like 12 for 12. Okay. And that's – that's They were combined 15 for 16 at one point. That, that like, sticks, right? That, that, like, that gnaws at you. But was that a bad defensive effort on Sunday? They had six more sacks, 13 points allowed? I can't say it was a bad defensive effort. I mean, what was the third down numbers? Third down numbers probably were pretty good for the Saints. 50%? Yeah, they're seven for sixteen, okay. and they're one for one on fourth down. Yeah, so that, that's not good. But for the most part, I, I can't call Sunday a bad defensive effort. Thirteen points. No, I mean I think if you look at the box score, the big difference is they went seven for sixteen on third down, and the Eagles went three for twelve. You know the Eagles only had eleven first downs on Sunday. Well, they didn't have any until like the minute to go in the half. That's their lowest total since twenty fourteen. Oh my goodness, two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Let's talk to Sean in Wilmington. Hey, Sean. Hey, how you doing, Joe? Good, Sean. What's on your mind tonight? Uh, I got something to tell you about something I can't do, but I'm going to talk Eagles first. Okay. I'm going to give you, and this is going to be very positive, I'm going to give you a concept, and I'm going to give you two reasons why I'm giving you this concept. Okay. They lost those games on purpose. Like they tried to? Yes. They yeah. Two reasons. One, they were totally uncharacteristic. Kelsey was committing penalties, turnovers, everything. The other reason is they set up how the playoffs are going to go. They're going to win Sunday. Don't worry. But Dallas is going to have to play Tampa. New Orleans, Minnesota's going to have to play New Orleans. We set up the playoffs. We're very smart. Very smart. But wouldn't Dallas have to play Tampa anyway? Uh, not if they won this. Uh, if they won the thing, they would. Well, Dallas, as long as the Eagles get the one seed, Dallas gets the five. Tampa Bay gets the four because they won their division. So that was going to happen anyway. Uh, well, when they played Dallas, it, I don't think it was set that way at that time. I don't think it was. But uh, Okay, but, so, yeah, when they, right. By, da- they, by they, Dallas, uh, I'm, try- I, I'm following the logic here. By Dallas winning, they pushed ahead of the Giants to make sure they're the five seed. I, I got you. Right, I right. You. See what I mean? Yeah, and, and the other thing is, like I said, they – I mean, they've, they've had some penalties, hardly any turnover this year, and they, but they've had some penalties. I mean, them fumbles by Miles Sanders, come on, man. Well, they I were mean, bad. And, and this past weekend <laughs> with the tur- with the uh, these pre-snap penalties was, was ridiculous as well. Right. And I mean, especially, I mean, they've been going on Kelsey, and he had I'm telling you, I'm telling you, Howie Roseman and I were really involved but you, but you in But you can't really, you can't pull that off, though. You can't t- you tank your way to, to moving the playoff matchups the way you want them. Well, you can, you can try. 
You, you know, you can go, you can get, you can get things the I, way you want them. You I can can't try. argue with that. You can try anything. Uh, Mr. Sean, <laughs> give me something that you can't do that most people can. Hey, Joe. Well, I don't know if anybody can do this. I've been on my own since I'm two years old. I'm 60 years old. And there's only one thing I can't do in life. I can't sew a button on a fart. You can't sew a button? On a fart. Can't. Okay, Sean, that sounds good. Sean, appreciate it. Do you, is that, do I not, is that like a, a phrase I don't know? It sounds like a saying. It sounds like something, if you Googled it, it, it would come up with, with something. Got it. Like, no one could do what he's saying. Right. But that wasn't the spirit of the discussion. That was not. No. And do we uh, agree or disagree the Eagles have tanked the last couple weeks to set up the playoffs the way they want? Yeah, I don't think that's the case. <laughs> Did you see Jason Kelsey on Sunday? Either he's a really good actor, is going to have a good career in, in TV daytime drama after he's done playing football. I would guess he's not a really great actor. If I had a guess, I've had a guess Jason Kelsey. Damn really, good singer, though. Uh, that's for sure. I did listen uh, during the break uh, to, to that album. Did you Have you listened to it? Yeah, I, I was kind of excited. It's only like 20 minutes. I was like, oh, I got a lot of driving ahead. I'll listen to it. Yeah. I finished it before I was like even out of my own neighborhood. It's short. Yeah, it's short. But the, the Santa Claus is coming to town that they do at the end of the album. Yeah. I think it's the best version. I, I think they need to get it over to B101 and kick the Jackson 5 and Bruce Springsteen out of there and just play that one. I'm in. It's pretty good. 215-592-9494. We'll come back. Your phone calls. And um, speaking of the holidays, we got to play something that happened here on WIP as the new year came in. We got if you didn't hear, if you weren't listening to WIP at the start of 2023, you missed that. We'll bring that to you next. I'm not worried about the Eagles. Are you? And what's the best way for the NFL? to figure out the seeding business with the AFC. The one thing that I am totally and completely against, and and I think anyone with a brain would be too, is adding playoff teams. Like, hey, we're not sure what to do with the Bengals and Chiefs and Bills. Let's allow the Lions or Seahawks in and take the Eagles' bye away. Like, whose idea was that? 215-592-9494 on Sports Radio 94 WIP. One of the things I love about betting on the NFL is that I'm always finding new player or game props that I like. And what's cool about Fatal Sportsbook in partnership with Valley Forge Casino is you combine these props with other bets from the same game to score an even bigger payout. Perfect for Sunday's game. All right, I'm going to assume here that we're going to get the Eagles started quarterback back in. We're going to go under his rushing yards. Uh, I don't think he's going to run the ball much in this game to make sure he protects that shoulder. I'm going to go over um, the rushing yards for the Eagles running back. Specifically, let's go over the Boston Scott number. I think he has a bunch of carries. Plus, they're playing the Giants. I mean, this is, have we forgotten? This is the Boston Scott game where he gets himself in the end zone at least once. And we're going to go anytime touchdown. Boston Scott, that's that's how to lock this parlay up. Same game parlay, one of the many reasons I bet with FanDuel. It's easy to use, easy to register, easy to deposit, and easy to find your bet. And it's fast withdrawals. When you win, FanDuel pays your winnings fast. FanDuel Sportsbook is the official partner of 94 WIP. I really like the FanDuel app. There's no feeling like they own a same game parlay bet, so lock in your bets today on FanDuel Sportsbook. New to FanDuel Sportsbook, sign up today. Promo code Gilio for your no-sweat first bet up to one thousand dollars that's promo code g-i-g-l-i-o make every moment more with FanDuel official sportsbook partner of the NFL we get it attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on Netflix but what do people do with their ears well for one they're listening to audio Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day oh and you want the proof Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.